Hi, this is John Force, and you're listening, listening to Nostalgic Radio and Cars. You do it better than me. You do I it. Don't know. <laughs> I, I, that's always a good promo right there, just in itself. I'm John Force, and uh, you're listening to Nostalgic Radio and Cars. This is Robert from Nostalgic Radio and Cars. Like most of you, I drive a car or a truck. Well, occasionally, I need tires or just a simple plug or patch. Well, my friends down at Just Tires is the place to go when that need arises. Give them a call at 727-585-9271. They have a convenient location right at 1645 Clearwater Larder Road. You can't miss them. So for all your tire needs, cars, trucks, trailers, new used or just a repair, give Just Tires a call. 727-585-9271. Oh, yeah, and be sure and check out their website, JustTires.net. Do you ever feel the need for speed? Well, experience the thrill of indoor karting at Tampa Bay Grand Prix, located at 12350 Ottawa Boulevard in Clearwater. Call 727-527-8464. They have state-of-the-art electric carts racing around a quarter-mile road circuit. Bring your family, friends, and teammates for some speed, fun, and competition at Tampa Bay Grand Prix Indoor Karting Facility. Call 727-527-8464. Visit their website at tampabaygp.com. Hi, this is Dave McClellan, the voice of NHRA. You're listening to Nostalgic Radio and Cars. They don't want to pay $75 for tires. So they hear they're only $49.95. Then you got to buy all them extras. Like, do you want them on the car? <laughs> no, I'll just eat them here. Is this a paying customer? You want them balanced? What are you going to say? Hell no, I like to go down the road and have them go, bam, 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 bam. And that's what we're talking about tonight, because one little slip, you're out. This is a paying customer. This is Ted Nugent celebrating the American dream on nostalgic radio and cars. Quiet, numbskulls. I'm broadcasting. Hello? Hello? Is this thing on? Billy? Is this on? Hey, everybody, welcome, and you're tuning into Nostalgic Radio and Cars. Hope everybody had a good Merry Christmas and is getting ready for the new year. Run your computers and Google TanTalk1340.com, and you can see my smiley Christmas holiday face here on the computer. Okay, Google us, obviously, at... Uh... <laughs> quiet now, quiet now. Get the baby a bottle, get the baby a bottle. One, 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 one. Anyway, go check out our website, GolfStreamMotorsports.com, and run to the stuff page and order. We have a few more shirts left. Your shirts, your Golfstream Motorsports website has your shirts on display. Stuff. 
And it has our Nostalgic Radio and Cars logo, this beautiful, stunning 1957 Thunderbird Gasser on it. And uh, hey, we got Cedric in the studio. Hey, Cedric, how are you doing tonight? And of course, we have my son Bobby in the studio, too. He's been uh, helping... Uh, <laughs> Helping uh, Billy there produce the show tonight. Also, if, if you miss some of our past shows, run to our podcast too, which is also on our website at GulfstreamMotorsports.com. And you can check out some of our past shows. And be sure and like us on Facebook. Hey, we have an exciting show for you tonight. Oh, great. <laughs> we have a very, very delightful and special guest on. I'm very excited. This is going to be a great show tonight. Anyway, in the meantime, let's see. What do we got? We got something on the... Uh, ta, ta, ta. Well, hey, you know what? I think what I ought to do is I ought to thank all my... Hey, I like that song. We're going to play uh, Snoopy versus the Red Baron. Oh, this is the Christmas version. Super. Okay. Well, we'll be right back. Enjoy the song. This is Robert from Nostalgic Radio and Cars. We all love to eat. Well, I would like to tell you about my friends at the Rib Shack Barbecue on West Bay Drive in downtown Largo. Their menu offers family-sized takeout dinners like delicious ribs, chicken, beef, and pork, or sit-down barbecue dinners, sandwiches, and even desserts. They will also cater your party. Everything is barbecued fresh using real oak for that great smoky flavor. So visit my friends, Corey, Jed, and Kurt, at the Rib Shack Barbecue in downtown Largo, 600 West Bay Drive, or call them for a takeout order at 727-501-9090. That's 727-501-9090. They truly have the best smoking barbecue in town. Oh, and be sure and check out their great barbecue sauce. That's the Rib Shack Barbecue in downtown Largo, 727-501-9090. I'm telling Robert from Nostalgic Radio and Cars sent you. Hi, this is Jay Leno, and you're listening to my favorite, Nostalgic Radio and Cars. Okay, we're back. And, of course, you know, it's uh, Christmas, New Year's weekend, and we're kind of up to our old antics as usual. Hopefully you enjoyed some of the comedic stuff that we've done. As a matter of fact, what we're going to do, we kind of uh, culminated a bunch of uh, bloopers this year. Uh, not all of them, but we were able to save some of them because sometimes when I edit, I accidentally edited them out. But we were able to retrieve some of them and save some. So we're going to just play a little clip here, and then I'm going to come back, and then I'm going to thank some of my special sponsors. Hey, Billy, you caught me off guard on that. Well, I have dogs. My wife has bees and <laughs> sheep and chickens, and uh, we have a small farm. Come on down and get your stickers on. Get your sticker on. Get your sticker on. And we have a fresh supply of Ted Nugent for bumper stickers. <laughs> Ted Nugent for President bumper stickers. Is this a paying customer? Greetings from the epicenter of all things American rhythm and blues rock and roll barbecue celebration to you, Robert. There won't be a parking spot. Give us a big like that. I guess that's how they do that. Something like that. The oh, is indoor. I'm a thrilling, fun guy. If you're not having fun with me, you're weird. This is Barack Obama. This is Joe Biden. I'm Nancy Pelosi. <laughs> Can you say liars? And remember, always have your Nugent sp- spayed and neutered. <laughs> spayed and Nugent. <laughs> oh, I'm not sure about that one. Anyway, hey. Thank you and duh. Just say, show me the Carfax. Okay, we're back. 
That just brings a big chuckle to my face. Anyway, hey, special shout-out and thanks to my friends, like uh, all the guys over at Hollywood Wheels. That's Mike and Kelly and uh, Flo and uh, Hook and all those people over there. They've done a great job this year, kind of, you know, working with me on some of the events that we've done, the auctions and, of course, festivals of speed. I want to thank thanks to my friends down at the Rib Shack Barbecue. I want to thank thanks to my friends over at Forte's Inboard and Auto Connection, Mark and John over at Cop Cars Online, Dougie, who's done a spectacular job on our banners and our decals. And speaking of decals, if you want to go ahead and give us a call here at the studio, that's 727-441-3000, 727-441-3000. I am giving away decals, okay? Nostalgic Radio Car decals that you can put on your car, right? Give us a call down here, 727-441-3000. As a matter of fact, the phones are lighting up already. Hey, that sounds like it's almost a cue to get our special guest on the radio. Give her a call. All right. We'll be right back. Guess you better slow Enjoy affordable golf at Magnolia Valley Golf Club, located on Massachusetts Avenue in Newport Ritchie. Play for as little as $15 after 2 p.m. The club has two beautiful courses to choose from, an 18-hole championship par 72, plus another 9-hole executive par 33. Join their open leagues on Wednesday afternoons at 4 and Sunday mornings at 8. Call 727-847-2342 for tee times or visit their website, magnoliavalleygolfclub.com. Comedian, author, and most importantly, vintage race car driver Adam Carolla telling you I love nostalgic radio and cars. Okay, we're back, and it's time to introduce our special guest for the evening. In fact, this individual, this person, has probably one of the most recognized names in motorsports. In fact, she has many titles. For example, the queen of the racing world, the first lady of NHRA, and of course, most importantly, Miss Hurst Golden Shifter. I am very happy to welcome to the show this evening, every car guy, sweetheart, the charming and truly delightful Linda Vaughn. Linda, welcome to the show. Well, thank y'all very much. It's good to be back in California. I was in Georgia yesterday, flew out after the Christmas dinner, flew home into California in time to eat a Christmas dinner with my boyfriend. So I covered two Christmas dinners yesterday. Oh, great. So let me ask you a question. Now, you're originally from where? Dalton, Georgia, correct? Dalton, Georgia. Dalton, now, Georgia. Home of Deborah Norvell, Marla Maples, and Linda Vaughn. Isn't that something? How All about three that? <laughs> so how did a Southern Belle like you get into the world of motorsports? Oh, my goodness. Uh, probably my first experience was slipping off going to the races when I was a little girl. <laughs> every Saturday night and every Sunday morning, I'd get a whipping before I'd go to church. I'd have Georgia Red play in my hair from going down and watch Jody Ridley race and and uh, the Elliott boys. I just grew up uh, loving the racing, and when I kind of grew up all over me in the summer of turned 16, I, I I got to go into a few of the, the racetracks and see a big Daddy Don Gartlett's race down at Paradise Drag Strip, and and then when they had the Miss Atlanta Raceway contest, I entered it and won Miss Atlanta National Raceway, and I was on my way. 
Now th- it was awesome. <laughs> How about that? Well, now you you originally were going to pursue a career in the dental industry, right? Well, yes, I was a dental technician, and I did go to Emory. It was uh, I have two doctors that I work for, Doctor Amos and Doctor Julian Gregory, and I really, really enjoy the dental work and uh, teach it very important to me and a good, clean smile. And I just like doing it, but I kind of got tired of looking at people's mouths because I wanted to go racing. <laughs> and when I left them, he said I could always have my job back. So. Uh, I never did make a climb back to Dawson to go back into the dental field. I, I turned my career into a seems like a lifelong uh, dream, getting to go to all the uh, racing events and the car shows and working with SEMA and and just being a part of the industry and the automotive business. Period. I just I love it. I still do. Still working. Well, now, I, yeah, as a matter of fact, uh, I just saw you last at SEMA here uh, last month. As a matter of fact, that's why I played Mustang Sally, because you were gracious enough to dance with me during Mustang Sally. So I want to thank you for that. That was fun. Yeah, that was pretty cool, huh? Yeah, it was. It was. That was fun. Thank so, you for playing that for us. Well, I good. saw a lot of her shifters, Carol Shelby, for those Mustangs, I want you to know. And I sure miss Carol. This is uh, the first big Christmas without Carol Shelby. You know, he and I were great friends, and... And uh, he sure is missed. Outside of Carol Shelby, who are some of the other legendary people that you were really good friends with? Now, I'm 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 a well, real big of course, sh- Grumpy Jenkins. That was oh, my other right. sweetheart, my mentor, big uh, big daddy is still there, and he's still active. We just worked together down in Orlando at the show, and and uh, he and I both work with the 1320 Foundation, the Quarter Mile Foundation. And uh, they helped give me a roast in Indianapolis. We did one for Big Daddy out here at Pomona, and I sang Happy Birthday to him as Marilyn Monroe for his 80th birthday. And when I came out with that wig and mole and that wild little white dress on, he goes, I feel like JFK. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, we do things to help make money for the Quarter Mile Foundation. And I unfortunately was quite ill last year. I was in the hospital five times to be exact and had a lot of hospital bills and my guys helped me they came to my rescue and helped me uh, especially Tony Stewart and uh, John Forrest they were just absolutely wonderful and a host of others in fact if y'all want to get the DVD Jags is selling he's handling the Jags that's handling the sales of the DVDs the proceeds go to us and I'm just real proud of Jake's taking that on. But the DVD is about three hours long. It's a great Christmas present or birthday present or anytime present because when you get John Forrest and Tony Stewart on stage together, my word. <laughs> it was great. It was very funny. It was a lot of fun. Tracy Red could put, help put that on. Of course, she's the president of the foundation and I'm just real proud that uh, all my great friends like Paul Candies and Dale Funk was there and uh, Jimmy Curry just worked with Hearst and Corky Hooker from SEMA. I mean, I just had a host. If you get the DVD, y'all see how much fun it was. It was it was a live fest instead of a roast. It was great. <laughs> super, super, super. Now, how many events do you attend a year that you go out there and you do, uh, you know, promotional Too work? Too many. <laughs> Too many? Too many. Well, like last year, I held a lot of my events, and unfortunately, I didn't get to go to Barrett Jackson in January. Uh, I was in the hospital, and I had a little problem, a little heart issue, got some stents, and I'm doing very well considering what I went through, and uh, the seizure was the cause of the medication, so they got that straightened out. A few little things are still not right, but I'm doing so much better, and I'm so blessed. I want to thank everybody for your prayers and cards and, and well wishes and your contributions to help. I was real, real proud of the fact that I had so many people that showed their love, and, and I really appreciate it because, you know, I'm a Christian, and I really believe in prayer, and I think it really got me through. I had an uh, unfortunate accident uh, after the surgery, um, and I almost bled to death. I had to take seven pints of blood. So oh. that's when I got right with the Lord upstairs and all you folks that helped me through that. That was uh, 15 days in the hospital. They put me in the John Wayne suite, so I know I must have been pretty close to kicking the bucket there. <laughs> but I pulled through, and I was just so, so blessed. I'm so blessed to be talking on your show. I'm real happy to, to join your many other friends of my friends that's been on your show, such as John Forrest and so forth. I'm blessed. Well, that's good, and I'm glad you can take the time out to do this. As a matter of fact, you mentioned Barrett-Jackson. Are you going to be out there in a couple of weeks? Um, good will, and I will be there in a okay. few weeks. Uh, uh, Greg Jackson bought my Hearst uh, Oldsmobile in March down there in 
Florida, and I saw him driving it down the road the other day out here in California. And uh, he's he's a neighbor of mine, only a mile away from my house. So I get to see him past him on PCH. <laughs> oh, okay. But uh, yes, Gary Bennett and 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 Davis and and Mr. Craig Jackson, they've been so wonderful to me. And yes, I will be down there along with George Barris. And I think George is going to be selling one of his Batmobiles, so I promised him a bat date for him. <laughs> Super, super, super. George, George is about 87 now, and he's wonderful. I love George. He's one of my last heroes I know that I have that I can still do things with. And he's a wonderful, he has contributed so much to this industry and sport. I just hope we get him in the Hall of Fame here soon because he sure is deserving of it. Now, you were nominated. He's, he's my hero. <laughs> you were nominated for the uh, uh, one of the Hall of Fames. Was it NHRA? Is that the one that you were? Oh, well, I'm in uh, the SEMA Hall of Fame. I'm Sema. very honored to be in the SEMA Hall of Fame. That's voted on by your peers, and and uh, that's uh, just wonderful. And I've done several. I've, I'm in some of the drag racing Hall of Fames, and hopefully I get in that Talladega, the one in Detroit. I, I did get uh, uh, up at the uh, Motorsports Hall of Fame, a great award a few years ago. Uh, that's voted on by your peers, too. And Shelby was there in Edsel, and I stand to the Edsel for it. And it was an honor to get to go up there. And Bob Lidden came to my roast. And all you fans out there listening love Bob Lidden. He is wonderful in my roast. And his story was great. Chip Canassi's story was so touching and so good. There's a lot of laughing and crying in this DVD. I want you to know. And we didn't beat that John Forces. Two bad words, but that's okay. So long you don't take the Lord's name in vain, you can go ahead and say that that other four-letter word. He did. <laughs> but they were great stories, and uh, Chips especially at home with me. It was extremely touching. And Paul Candy is the true Southern General from home of Louisiana. He couldn't get a flight because of the tornadoes and the hurricanes that was going on. So he went in a big limo and had the limo driver drive them to the Lucas Old Mansion, where Mr. Lucas uh, contributed that beautiful $50 million mansion to my party. And I loved being at the front door saying, welcome to my home for the night. <laughs> wow, that's spectacular. Tony Stewart showed up, and I was thrilled to death. It was a big, big surprise. I knew they were up to something, but probably the highlight of the night was our great friend Daryl Gwynn was dressed up as Linda Vaughn in a wheelchair and drag, okay? Here he has this blonde <laughs> wig on and size 14 gold shoes. And we've helped him a lot with his foundation, and he was there for mine, and he was wonderful. Folks, y'all got to get the DVD. He, he looked like me. I asked him at the end of the night how many people tried to pinch him, you know where. <laughs> <laughs> Great fun. Now, Linda, do you have an actual website, or you just have a Facebook page? So if somebody wanted to get that no, CD... I'm, I'm working on a lot of new things. I have a little of stolen identity there for a little while, guys, and now I'm getting everything back in order, and I will have a, a new web page here soon, and, and uh, <clears throat> my friends are on the Facebook, but I'm not heavily into it yet. Like I say, I have been ill, so I'm getting better, and I'm going to... Spring into action here and have a lot of things done this year. I hope 2013 will be good for all of us. But most of all, your health is your wealth, and I've got to get that all together. Absolutely. <laughs> but I plan on having a new webpage pretty soon. Okay. Well, like some of the events that you may be attending this year, let's say if some of my listeners were going to kind of, uh, you know, hit some of the big cars. NHRA, Winter Nationals, I will definitely be at Pomona. Okay. Then I go right to Daytona for two weeks in Daytona Speed Weeks, and I do the Living Legends Banquet, and I do the Hall of Fame Banquet down there, and then I do some appearances with some of the great Junior Johnson and I have an appearance together, and, and Richard Childers, and... Uh, Brad Kowalski and Tony Stewart fan clubs. I'll be, I'll be doing a lot of things at Daytona. It takes two weeks to get through all the stuff down there. Then after Daytona, I come back. Uh, of course, in January, I start with Bat Jackson. So January, Bat Jackson, February, Daytona and Pomona. And then March, probably the Gators. I want to do something with Big Daddy. Really? And then April, the Long Beach Grand Prix, May, the month of May, I'm in Indianapolis. You can't drag me out of Indianapolis the month of May. <laughs> um, my friend Nancy George, you know, she's one of the owners of the track, and I, she's one of my dearest friends. So I help, we do all sorts of things during the month of, month of May. 
with all my IndyCar folks. So it's a variety of everybody. It's not one type of racing, you guys and girls and ladies. And then there's the car shows. I got some bits in Montreal and in Toronto. I get to go to Canada a couple of times this year. And maybe to Sweden with George. He keeps twisting my arm. I might go to Sweden to that car show. So I'm pretty well booked up, I hope, for the year. I'm looking forward to all the appearances. As soon as we know all the dates, I'll... I'll get a copy for you. Okay, super, super, because we can mention them here on the radio show. Now, you're going to be at the Daytona 500. How about the 24-hour race at Daytona? Are you going to be there for that? Well, I'd like to go to the 24-hour race if it doesn't, uh, if, it, if I can. I, I've got to not go to everything. The doctor gives me a little bit of a hard time. I flew back last night, and I got in, and I have a little bit of a, uh, if you can, I'm a little nasal because I have a, my ear was hurting this morning. My ear nose and throat doctor worked on me a little bit and got a prescription for me. Uh, he he says, you got to quit flying so much, Linda. <laughs> so I don't know if I'm going to make it to both. But definitely, for, I love to go to a sports car race because I have a sports car I got stashed away, too. Oh, really? But the 24 hours of Daytona is a fun race. I'd like to go back to it. And uh, Peter Remsen's sister, Jennifer Remsen, and I have been talking about it. So we might possibly work that out and get down there for that. I'd like to, but we would. And Mr. Fancy's son, uh, Jimmy Fancy, really wants me to come. And I'd like to, to attend because I used to attend them all the time. I was Miss Firebird and Miss Hurst. We used to partake and we were sponsors in it. So I mean, I kind of own my own. So if I get to go, it'll have to be a pretty good reason to get me there. I think it'll have to be six foot two, eyes of blue. Oh, never mind. <laughs> <laughs> I would like to go. I'm going to put a little humor out of y'all today. I'm the one with the ear infection. <laughs> well, yeah, no, no, humor is fine. <clears throat> Let me ask you a question. You, you just got through mentioning, because I'm kind of like a uh, pack rat, kind of a guy that likes to find ah. old cars. So what you said you had an old sports car put away. What do you have? Well, I don't want to talk about it, does it? Okay, 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 okay. Is it a, is it domestic <laughs> or foreign? Two forty six GTS. That's all I'm going to tell you. <laughs> oh, oh, really? It's one of those Enzo uh, cars. And yeah. then I got a couple of Hearthstone's mobile muscle cars. One big block four fifty five kick butt and take names. My neighbors love that one. When I crank it up, the old man across the street says, "I love it when you come home and you warm up all your cars. I can hear those." Wow. <laughs> <laughs> and the, I like the new Cadillacs, the SPSVs. Oh, yeah, definitely. The they, they, oh, they, they, yeah. That's my favorite streetcar. <laughs> well, let me Can ask I you. say that on the air? I'm sorry. No, that's okay. That's okay. Hey, let me ask you a question. Now, back in the day, um, of the of the of of road racing, drag racing, IndyCar, and I know you were involved. You went to some of the Formula One stuff, and I was. Oh, yeah, we were. We won the World Championship. Yeah, with Mario Andretti, you were around with him, didn't yeah. you? You went around. What? Absolutely. His you, whole family, his son's my godson. Yeah, I was with Mario all over the world. No kidding. What, what is your, do you have a preference to any kind of racing at all? I mean, one car over the Are other one? Are you kidding? Does it sound like I do? No. <laughs> From you're... January, I'm at the auctions. From February, I'm drag racing and stock car racing. From April, I'm IndyCar racing. May, IndyCar racing. And I used to do the off-road races, too, but we... We have a, of course, I talked to Robbie Gordon since he's purchased score. I might go to an off-road race or two this year, too. Oh, really? But so we, we literally started George Hurst's big idea to get an off-road race, and they about beat me to death. I had to get 200 mile an hour tape and tape my t-shirt all over because that was bouncing <laughs> me to death. And, and I and Parnelli was driving the car, and I had a blast. I really enjoyed the off-road race. <laughs> they about kill me. <laughs> You know, but, uh, when you mentioned, I do a little bit of everything where people want me to come to, and I do the York, Pennsylvania car show every year, the Muscle Car Show, Muscle Car Madness. That's one of the highlights of my whole year is getting to go up there in York, Pennsylvania with all the super stock folks. Oh, it's just great fun. I really enjoy it. If you well, enjoy what you're doing and you love it, you might as well do it. Absolutely. Well, let me ask you this now, but but drag racing, is that really closest to your heart? I love drag racing. Of course, it's close to my heart. Okay. I work for George Hurst. <laughs> well, naturally, yeah. He's the best of the best. Well, now, when you were a kid, young, a young lady, you know, spry, what mm-hmm. uh, what was your first car when you were, uh, you know, tearing my up the streets of Georgia? My first was a 57 Chevrolet. A 57 Chevrolet, really? 
57 Chevrolet. I loved 57 Chevrolet. Blew my skirt up. I loved it. I was crazy about it. I still am. I'd love to have one. If I had the money, I'd get me a 57 Chevrolet. But to do a hard top, of course, it's been like, what, $100,000 now. Uh-huh. Um, I don't think I'll have one of those anytime soon. <laughs> but uh, I, my passion for cars started in the 50s. It really did. I just loved them. And uh, my brother taught me to drive, and Jimmy, and all my cousins, and we uh, would go drag racing. That's how I met Big Daddy. He used to hang out with Grady Pickle and Dalton. They're still great friends. And uh, Grandma was a little bit of a bootlegger on the side, and when <laughs> Big Daddy come into town, she told him, she said, when you crank up that engine, make sure you do it at these times. And she wrote down the train schedule. When the train would come by, he'd fire up the engine so not to get the law over there. <laughs> <laughs> Good story. So I came by and honest, folks. <laughs> okay. Did he, did he ever run any of that moonshine in his car? No. No? No, he didn't. I don't think so, but you probably could. You probably could. Okay. <laughs> I think him and Junior Johnson both ran some moonshine in the cars. <laughs> there you go. Well, now, I just read an article on the plane coming home last night about uh, Dawsonville, Georgia, down there with Bill's from the Elliots. They're legalizing homemade whiskey. they got a big liquor store down in Dawsonville. Well, that's good. I'm all excited about going to see Grady Pickle down there. That'd be fun. <laughs> um, that reminds me, you, you know, in, in Dawsonville, supposedly once a year, they, in the fall, I think it is, they have a uh, moonshine, the moonshine ho- festival. Yeah, I go to it. Oh, okay. And I go to Hawassi to their Moonshine Festival, too. It's a fabulous car show. And there's no uh, revenueers around. There's plenty of White Lightning and, and Apple Jack and Peach Brandy and <laughs> about anything you want. Okay. <laughs> I can smell it and burn the hair out of your nose. I am into drinking it. And use it for medicinal purposes, snake bites, mosquito bites. <laughs> Uh, no, my daddy always made the best Applejack, and that was fine quality, and he would exchange his Applejack with Junior Johnson for his corn mash. So oh, no kidding. kind of kept it in the family. There you go. That's interesting. Interesting. Yeah. Of all the events that you go during the year, do you have anyone in particular that you uh, that's a favorite to you? Well, in, in February, uh, Daytona is extremely, extremely. Uh, Daytona, Pomona. And May and, and uh, Indy. Those are, those are some of, and then of course the U.S. Nationals in September. I never miss U.S. Nationals. Mm-hmm. And HRA, U.S. Nationals. So those are my four favorite in the whole world. The, uh, Europe. You've been to Europe a few times for some of the races back in the day. Which yeah. one of the, which ones yeah, did you go probably, to? Um, Monte Carlo, of course, Monaco. Okay. Uh, Monte Carlo was uh, sensational being with Mario. And, well, I used to go with the late, great Jim Clark, so I had gone to several events with him many years ago. And, and then when Mario went for the title, um, I worked with a group that uh, sponsored Mario and John Player, and I put together some beautiful models, and we went to the Monza, uh, the French Grand Prix, we went to Spa, we went to, I think Monza was probably one of the most exciting races in uh, Monte Carlo. Those were some fantastic. I think I liked those about the best. And I enjoyed being in England, too. It was fun, because I could understand them. They English. <laughs> how, how, how did the Europeans receive you? In other words, you were very, very popular, very, very famous, and very well. They were extremely uh, wonderful to me. Great gentlemen. They really liked us. I had my steps with me, and we had our beautiful... Uh, racing costumes, our jumpsuits on with all our American flags on it. And I walked out on the starting line at Monza, <clears throat> and the fans were so eager they tried to pull our patches off of our uniforms. Of all the places that you've been to in uh, in, in the United States and in Europe, did you ever get a chance to go to, let's say, like the uh, the Far East? To Vietnam, that was Far East. So I went to Vietnam on two tours with Bob Hope. Okay. I loved representing America. And, and representing our, and uh, Richard Petty and Big Daddy went. It was wonderful getting to work with Bob Hope. He was just the most wonderful, exciting gentleman. And uh, I walked out on the stage and I said, I don't sing and I don't dance, but I can sure shift your gears. <laughs> <laughs> and I had a little red outfit with a fringe on it. I got their attention. <laughs> oh, absolutely. I can my, mother, my mother would make my costumes and she would stand me on the kitchen table and she said, do your little hair shift your mouth. Okay, let's cut that a little shorter. 
she would definitely make me some pretty outfits. But I really had a blast. And I grew up with it, and I love the industry. I've been married to this industry and sport, and, and I still enjoy working. I just did a show up in Chicago, uh, and they had the uh, my 69 replica, and unveiled the new her shift around it. And uh, I got up on the back end of the car, and it felt so big, and it was like a giant. And I said, I used to do this. I felt like I was going to fall off, but it was really wonderful of that group to put it together at the uh, Chicago uh, Muscle Car Show, and then they had the Hearst Trans Am up there. That was fun. So we really have had some good times, and I think there's good times to be had this year, I hope. Super. And health-wise, that's the most important thing is to be healthy so I can go. Absolutely. Now, and back in the day when you worked for Hearst, um, did you get a car to drive Why every year? I'm saying back in the day, darling, I'm still working. Well, no, I understand, but, you know. Today, <laughs> I, okay. I bought most of all my cars that when they would give them to me for the year, uh-huh. I purchased them at the end of the year. Oh, really? And I had, I had 13 of them at one time. I only got two left now. Fortunately, due to hospital bills, I've, I've had to sell some of my cars. And uh, I'm blessed to have had them. I, I just can't part with my last one. George gave me my 1975 455 big block, and Mandela rebuilt the engine for me. So it's kind of sweet to me. Oh, really? I take it out, and all the young kids today say, what is that? And I go, it's Oldsmobile, darling. It's an Oldsmobile. And this ain't my dad's Oldsmobile. This is mine. <laughs> <laughs> and then I lay rubber down. <laughs> they lay rubber down. I imagine that Mondello oh, built 455. I even do that in my Cadillac. I mean, I'm telling you, that SCSV will kick butt. <laughs> well, now, in the, six, in the 60s, what were some of the coolest cars that you had that you really liked? My boyfriend had a '57 Chevrolet, and then a Corvette, and then another Corvette, and then he had a new truck. Let me see what were some of my favorites. My brother had lots of really nice cars. He had a he had a Galaxy that was beautiful, but I kind of preferred the Chevrolets. I was madly, and I liked the Mopar cars too. I never owned a Mopar car, but we used to drag race a lot of them. We'd kick our butts, and then they'd whoop us. Until that 296 Chevelle came out, and then it just creamed us. I mean, I got beat three out of three. I thought, what the heck am I going to do? So we got a fuel injection, come back and whooped him. Uh, it was just fun growing up. Uh, the cars, and, uh, and you know, America's got most of cars back now, and I'm hoping the young people that are listening really love and appreciate the Edelbrock manifolds and the Hearst shifters, and we can do it all over again. So we can leave something for the future. America is muscle. And it's time to put muscle back in America, and I'm proud to be a part of that. Absolutely. Now, now, when when in the in the '60s when you were driving, were all your cars four speeds or were they automatics? That's another big question. A little bit of everything. Everything. My first car was a four speed. Yeah, I paid five dollars down, five dollars a week, and I was Charlie Speed Shop for me. I heard shifter, and then I had to buy a sheaver clutch and had a rock manifold. I had a charge account at Honest Charlie's. Oh, no <laughs> In fact, I still do today. Quirky said, well, "You still have a charge account with us." <laughs> <laughs> then you listen after every get to Chattanooga. Be sure to go to Honest Charlie Speed Shop. It's still there. It's all been refurbished. It's hooked to Coker Tire, and he's got a fabulous museum. Somewhere I, was, somewhere I was reading that you also uh, went to uh, SCCA school and you went to Bob Bondurant, so you got into road racing I a little did. bit. I did. I went to Jim Russell School okay. and uh, was in a couple of celebrity races. Uh, I appreciated being one of the boys. I really did. Everybody was really good to me, and when it came to the race, I, I in fact, I got a great compliment by the guy who actually won the race. He says, I could trust one that could come up on her, and I know she went and put a wheel under me, and he won. I finished third. I did real well. I was I was tickled. I, I did Bob Bunder at school. He kept trying to keep me in after school. So y'all know about Bob Bunder, that womanizing son of a gun. <laughs> but I gave him to my girlfriend, Booper. <laughs> okay. Uh, I think Jim Russell's school was probably one of the most fun. And then Roy Hill, oh, Lord, I went to drag racing school. That's something everybody should try. Roy Hill, I took him an apple the first day. <laughs> I came back with moonshine. I took him, I mean, <laughs> Roy called me yesterday wishing him Merry Christmas. But uh, he's talking to us about doing the uh, Quarter Mile Foundation group and go drag racing again. So I think I'm going to go, I, I want to run the post doc. Man, that was fascinating. I want to run a post doc because I used to announce post doc at the U.S. Nationals and some of the events. And I just love pro stock. I mean, I like it all, but I just especially love pro stock. 
Well, pros- got my skirt. I like it. I like to do it. And driving that car, when you pop the chute, I got a dear boy in six months who just jerked you right to pieces. Jeez. <laughs> I was black and blue when my seatbelt just got me really good. <laughs> but it was fun. I enjoyed it. Well, good. The finish line comes up on you. It gives you a rush. When you pop the chute, you better hang on. Ooh-wee. So how fast did you go? Oh, um, I was not 150. Okay. So it's not car. But I did the Bonneville Salt Flats. I went to a seven set of records. Did you really? Bonneville even? Oh, yeah. I went to Bonneville Salt Flats with uh, Jack Watson, our shifty doctor. They taught me into it, and I thought I was nuts. But you know what? The measured mile was awesome. Felt like she was on the moon. And when the clutch let go, I just threw it in and just let it drift. You don't want to hit your brakes because you flip 50 times. Wow. So when it went, I just drifted for about four miles. Yeah, it was interesting, seven miles out there. That It's so barren. You feel like you're on the, on the moon. It's really, it's exciting. It's very exciting. I enjoyed doing it. You and know, then I flew with the Blue Angels. I don't want to ride in the top flats again. And I don't want to fly with the Blue Angels again. <laughs> I flew up all over the cockpit, and I was sick for a week. <laughs> but you... I did it. You have had an amazing run with some very well, fast cars. I tell you what I won't car. do again. What? I will not go on the Nautilus. I want to go in another submarine. I was claustrophobic, screaming, shouting, throwing up. I was a basket case when they got me out of that damn submarine. Jeez. The only... I don't want to live in a yellow submarine, thank you. Well, let me ask you this. Now, we've named off submarines, Bonneville Softlight, drag cars, road race cars. How about, uh, I mean, and airplanes. How about, because you've been in the rock cars yet? No, but no. I went to the uh, some of the rocket testing, and I used to go with Paula Murphy when she was that rocket, and I told her she was going to get hurt in that thing, and she did, you know. Wow. I'm not into the rockets. No, thank you. Okay. No, I think I'm going to slow down. I'll just drive the Cadillacs now. Okay. How about motorcycles? <laughs> did you ever do motorcycles? I got to a race the other day with a Dodge Charger with my Cadillac. I whipped him on the red light. <laughs> <laughs> Good girl. Good girl. All about oh, racing. Yeah. I'm still bad. That's good. So motorcycles, did you ever get in, did you ever ride bikes? I respect the motorcycle. I respect the surfboard, but uh, I broke my hands on a motorcycle. That taught me a lesson. Okay. And uh, I, uh, I'll ride occasionally with my boyfriend. He's got a nice Harley, but uh, not too often. And I'm covered head to toe with uh, all my leathers and my gloves and my knee pads and my helmet. And my, I have specially made full-face helmets. So I just... Don't want to look pretty on a motorcycle. I want to be safe. I respect them. I uh, won't turn my back on the ocean, and I won't turn my back on a motorcycle. Okay. <laughs> they will kick your ass. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Been there, done that. <laughs> what? Uh, no, I like I like cruising now. I built a hot rod, and uh, I put a Mark uh, four engine in a thirty-two uh, Roadster, and Bruce uh, helped build it with me, and. Uh, uh, Shelby helped me get it finished, and I've had it since 97. So I got a Hot Rod Lincoln. It's a pretty thing. Oh, a Hot Rod Lincoln, really? Yeah, White Lightning. <laughs> okay. Imagine that. A girl from Georgia named the car White Lightning. <laughs> uh, oh. I don't forget where I come from. <laughs> now, what do you consider home, California, or are you still a Georgia girl deep down inside? Well, I just flew back from Georgia last night. I was there for seven days. No, I'm a... Uh, I'm a Georgia girl living in Southern California. Okay. <laughs> there you go. And I live at the beach in Laguna, and I love it. Been out here almost 40 years. Wow, that's a long time. So yeah, what what are some of the things that you, I mean, obviously you, you're, you're extremely active, and you're very much involved in everything. What are some Health-wise, of the th- as long as my health improves and I can do some of the things, I will continue doing a lot of activity, but... Uh, I had a curtail last year. I didn't get to do too much last year. I really missed my drag racing last year. I didn't get to go to communion at all. And um, I love Forrest, and I just try to do some of the things that he does for the children. And I just enjoy Tony Stewart, too, because I do some of their functions. And now Brad Kowalski, he's, uh, he's a good boy. I'm real proud of all of them. They come up the hard way, and... They're good to the people that helped them along the way. So I'm hoping to do some of their fan club things with them. Are you involved um, with any programs that promote more women in motorsports, for example, drag racing, road racing, or just the, well, the hobby? So- Lynn St. James. Lynn St. James has her yearly function at the uh, IMS show this year, 
and I attend, as they gave the award of the year to Janet Guthrie, and she had every woman that competed in the industry last year there, from the uh, little girl that just tough and done that drives those motorcycles, and she won her championship to uh, uh, Katie in the boat, those little power boats. Uh, she had... Uh, Sarah Fisher. She had all the women race car drivers there, and it was spectacular. I had a great time, and I told her I wanted to do some more. And now they want to get me in one of those damn boats, but I don't know about that. Oh, yeah, I forgot <laughs> to ask you. I how... know. Ellen Greenwald wants to get me in one of those racing boats. <laughs> well, now, an offshore boat, that's big and safe. Would you do one of those? Oh, uh, they're pretty big, yeah. I got into an offshore boat a couple of times, a cigarette. I got my pension. It beats you to death, though. Well, yeah. Bring out the two hundred miles, two hundred mile an hour tape. Though. You got to tape yourself up to get one of those. <laughs> okay. It's well, a rather top heavy, which I am. It's uh, it's pretty hard on your shoulders. <laughs> I gotcha. As as worldly as you've been for the last forty some odd years, um, what would what would you like to do yet? Somewhere I was reading you'd like to go to Goodwood. I would like to go to Goodwood. I've okay. never been to Goodwood. When I was invited to go with the first team under glass, I, I was booked already in an event in St. Ignace for Chevrolet at General Motors. I made an appearance up at uh, St. Ignace, and they have a huge down memory lane parade, and, and then I was at the Liberty Avenue Cruise, which I do for General Motors every year. So those two things are on my calendar again for this year. Uh, so if Goodwood falls in between those, I hope to go to Goodwood. I've never been. They, they, they invite such great groups of people, and like they invited my girlfriend Nancy George and her family from the Indianapolis Motor Speedway last year, and then they had all the winners there, and Mario went, and Nigel Mansell, and uh, I think John Forrest. Uh, uh, there's a lot of great people. I'd like to go to that. That's one thing I have. Then I want to write a book. Then you're write a book. Okay. Well, interesting. Yes, I'm going to get a new computer this week. My boyfriend's been nagging at me because mine's, mine's the, from the end of how man. My computer is old. I have the gold screen. So we're going to get me all set up with some new equipment so yeah. I can get started. You know, I was just thinking, you know, because you're such a wonderful PR person, I'm surprised that you never came out with your own line of fashion, for example, like Linda Vaughn's. Well, I did somewhat. You did? Uh, it's working with people, and then they seem to cheat you, and then I had to drop it. And then, oh, okay. Uh, when I was doing a few things with Hearst, and then they got sold, I had to drop that. It's just rather hard, unless you got a lot of money, which I don't have. I mean, I'm a poor country girl from Dalton, Georgia. <laughs> <laughs> uh you have to have sponsors. You have to have some money to back you to do it. And I still would like to do a racing apparel line. I did do one about 15 years ago that turned out pretty well. We were just getting on our way, and then the company got sold. So, you know, those are the things that I've learned the hard way. Well, I used to design all those racing uniforms. Oh, really? Like Miss Brett Wears and all oh, Miss Winston's, all those girls' uniforms I designed and had them built, had them made. <laughs> How about fragrance? That's another one that's uh, open to you. Yeah, I got a whole bunch of samples sitting in my house in Laguna Beach that I want to call one burnout because it smells just like burning rubber. <laughs> oh, really? Burnout? Okay. <laughs> <laughs> yes. A lot of those things, it takes money. Well, yeah. It takes a good uh, a manager. Uh-huh. And I don't really have an agent or a manager now. Mine passed away. Jack Duffy was the best. And when I lost Jack, I kind of been on my own, and it's rather hard to do all this by yourself. Oh, I can understand need that. Need some help. Yeah, need some help. That's one thing I I can't do at all, but I love to, to step up and, and endorse those things. I really would. I think there's a need for it, too. Absolutely. Especially fragrances, especially good fragrances. Mm-hmm. Well, that yeah. too. I mean, like I said, and that, and I think too. If you the nose knows, <laughs> no, well, the nose knows absolutely. But I mean, I think what, if he did it in a way where it would help women kind of get more and more into the motorsports world, because that's what we really need. We need to have it more of a. Well, you know, uh, you take your attendance now. It used to be seventy-four percent men, and now it's forty-six percent women. So we're gaining on now. Wow. Well, that's yeah, good. We're getting, uh, the uh, demographics, I think, uh, is getting close to 50%. I know Daytona still women now. Pomona's still with women. So we're getting there. That's good. And I always talk up the ladies. For, you know, especially in drag racing, it is a family sport, and a whole family partakes in it. Uh, the girls, the boys, the children. I mean, there's a little job for everybody in drag racing. 
Well, yeah. So I think that's really brought a lot of the families into it. And I love a family sport because we don't need drugs. We, we, we've got families. We, we got our music to our ears and the sound of the engines. And I think I always speak out against drugs and for our industry and our sport. Absolutely. And I think, I think we've got the best sport in the world. Well, you know, John Force was on the show last week, and that's exactly what he said. He says, out of all the racing that's going on right now, that drag racing probably is, and I'd have to agree, the the most affordable entry level racing to get into, and it's probably the most family oriented. And I think you're right Absolutely. on that. Absolutely, I didn't know he said that, but John's right, and that's how I feel about it. It really mm-hmm. is. You must get the DVD from from Jags okay. and, and watch it, you guys, so you can critique it and talk about it on your show. I'd be very proud of it. Uh, it was just so much fun, but I had to finally make a. Uh, Bob Fry was our MC. He was sensational. I mean, we didn't even have a script. They gave me a microphone, him a microphone, and we go at it. It was hilarious. And there's laughter and there's tears, but there's a lot of great moments in there, and for a good cause. So, folks, please buy the DVD from Jags. <laughs> well, Linda, <laughs> <was my> commercial. <laughs> Linda, Jags. There you go. Well, Linda, I want to thank you very much for coming on the show this evening. I wish you a very merry Christmas. <laughs> Very healthy. Well, thank you so much. I'm just sorry that I'm not feeling well. Oh, no, well. you're I, fine. I like uh, uh, but uh, I appreciate it, and I promised him I would do it, and I do keep my promise. Well, I'm <laughs> so thrilled. And you know what? I will be at Bear Jackson in a couple of weeks, so I look forward to seeing you out there. Oh, well, wonderful. I hope I'm there. I'm supposed to be with Carol Shelby's widow, Miss Cleo Shelby, and Kathleen Giappetrani that own the Fashion Dollar Supply. We three girls. It's on our bucket list to go together. So if you see us in wheelchairs and crutches, you know we tried to kill each other. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Well, Linda, but thank it's gonna you. It's going to be fun. We're, gonna, we're really trying to do this to, to celebrate the 90th for uh, Carol Shelby and the 50 years in the COVID business. So well, we're really going to try and uh, Yeah, his, birth, his birthday would have been in January, right? Yes, that's why we're saying. We might just have a surprise for everybody out there. All right, well, Linda, I want to thank you very much. I want to thank my listeners for tuning in to Nostalgic Radio and Cars. My special guest this evening was Linda Vaughn. Y'all have a very, very happy new year and healthy new year. God bless. Okay, thank you very much. Everybody else, I want you to stay safe, drive carefully, love your family, and tune in to Nostalgic Radio and Cars next week. Happy New Year, everybody. Hi, I'm Barry McGuire. Hey, this is Danny the Count Coker. Hey, this is comedian, author, and most importantly, vintage race car driver, Adam Carolla. Hi, this is Shirley Cha-Cha Muldowney. Hi, this is Robert Yates. Hey, this is Lou Santiago. I'm John Forrest. Hey, this is Jack Roush. Hello, Florida. I'm Ken Squire. Hi, this is Etzel Ford. Hi, I'm Corky Coker. Hey, this is Dennis Gage. Hi, this is Sam Amolo. Hi, this is Janet Guthrie. Hi, I'm Bruce Cohn. Hi, I'm Bob Lutz. Hi, this is Dave McClellan. Hey, this is Tammy Edelbrock. Hi, this is Norm Kravowski. Hey, I'm Dave Despain. Hey, this is Wayne Carini. This is Bill Warner. Hey, I'm Steve Bignanti. This is Kevin Bird. This is Arlen Ness. This is Ed Justice Jr. Hi, I'm Casey Jones. Hi, I'm Paul Kelly. I'm Richard Hutchins. Hi, this is Danny Sullivan. Hi, I'm Bob Bondron. Hey, everybody, it's Tim Strange. This is Daryl Starbird. Hi, this is Ford Hickok. Hi, this is Ed Skandarian here. This is Robin Miller. Hey, sports fans, this is Peter Brock here. And you're listening to Nostalgic Radio and Cars.